Thank you for calling Allstate Salmon Agency. This is Ashley. Hi, speak to Alex, please. Uh, can I ask who's calling? Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Joey Jingola? Yep. Okay. Hold on one second. Thank you. Thanks for holding. This is Alex. Alex, this is Joey Jingola. Joey, what's up, my friend? How much are you doing, man? I am doing well, dude. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Right. Yeah, it was. It was. You know, I was like, who is this guy? But uh, uh, one thing that kind of uh, reinvigorating, you know, going back and listening to a lot of his stuff here recently, you know, you have permission to do this. You know, a lot of people will think, oh, I can't do that. It's like, I'm yeah. right now, I'm giving you the permission, you know, give yourself the permission to be who you are, you know, creatively. You certainly have it. That was my good buddy, Alex Salmon of the Salmon Agency in Irmo, South Carolina. I think that's how you say it. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Very strange town name. But yes. All right. And this is going to be really a first. And I'm going to try and get through this. As you can tell, I'm struggling. But this is going to be a first because you can actually hear this. This is an entire 10-minute clip of this conversation. It was already published back in April um, with Alex. Uh, this is your permission to create all of the attention, just me and him going back and forth all the way through. But I thought, well, let's break it up. Let's remix it here even again and give it a slightly different perspective and different take and, and do it here too. So, so you can do that. Um, we'll have it linked up. Uh, but yes. So anyways, back to the permission, right? And let's first, I guess, maybe in, let's swap the word creativity for ideas, right? Um, in the sense that, you know, if you're not a creative person or if you've never fancied yourself a, uh, you know, what is traditionally referred to as a creative person, you know, it's not like you have to be doing interpretive dance or anything to classify yourself that. But let's just say to you have permission to embrace ideas that are going to uh, get people to know who you are and what you do. Right. And they might not or, you know, realistically should not be ideas that are traditionally accepted within, you know, the industry or your town or your region or whatever. And there, there, there's always that thing that you have in the back of your head that is unique to whatever it is that you were wanting to do. And, and it's hard to, you know, kind of reach back, pull it out and actually get moving on it because, well, you know, what's everybody going to think? Are, you know, am I going to actually be good at it? Uh, and again, in the more traditional creative sense, am I going to be writing something? Am I going to be filming a video? Am I going to be doing a podcast? Am I going to be making a presentation of some kind? And, and is it going to is it going to go well? Is it going to be well received, or is it going to be a terrible failure? Probably all of the above, right? And and so that's you know what Alex was talking about. You know, we were talking about I think uh, just referencing some some Gary V highlights um, that that had resonated with us, and it was just about you know. Just, it's always a good reminder, right? It's always a fantastic reminder that there is really no gatekeeper per se, unless you know your boss is like going to fire you if you publish something, which that's an entirely different story and part of the conversation that we may or may not get to in this episode. But really, what it comes down to, once you do, you know, kind of 
embrace that permission, if you will, then then it's figuring out exactly the best way that creativity can get in the mix. Yeah, it's like one of those things, like the, the aha moments, like, huh, I could totally incorporate my creativity into my business because let's face it, I mean, insurance is just, it is not a sexy industry. You know, we don't have a super cool, shiny product that we can hold in our hands and you know, take pictures with, with leather jackets or what, you know, whatever. Well, we now have a new national meme holiday for the industry, and that is everybody getting on their best leather jacket and taking a picture with, you know, some type of policy and holding it tight and snuggling it, looking cool, maybe some slick back hair. I don't know. That's something that has to happen. I think it's actually a great idea, Alex, uh, because why not? Why not make leather jackets and insurance a thing? I support it. Anyways, um, yes, aha moment. What you know, Alex, as you've maybe heard in previous episodes, that he has been on, you know, um, has a music background, photography background. Um, he's developing that. That's obviously naturally led into a video background uh, to to develop into video as well. I should say, and um, you know, it maybe wasn't a, a natural or an obvious choice for him out of the gate. You know, especially with insurance, but again, an aha moment. And it is something that Alex at least is using to differentiate himself. And that's really all we're talking about. Again, it's ideas and and, and creativity is just something that is thinking about something differently than somebody else. And how do you implement that in the business? Right. And, and again, I think, I think sometimes this can be fluffed up a little bit to where it does feel a little, you know, too nebulous, if you will, and too out there to where it's just this this ethereal thing that really doesn't mean anything to anybody. And and again, it's just this artsy, I just want to go create sort of thing. And it's not really what we're talking about. And in Alex's case, it's, um, you know, it's coming back to, in his case, you know, what he's ultimately ended up doing is leveraging those skills to garner that attention, to start conversations. And that's, you know, so that's where it becomes, it's hard to give, you know, specific advice in this case, because you really need to think about what is that thing for you? And I always, I always thought of it as your kind of, you your unique, kind of your special weapon, right? Your unique weapon or your, your special advantage, or I'm, I'm mixing things here, but I think you know what I'm saying, right? It's what unique advantage, maybe that's probably the right combination, but you know, what is that thing that you bring to insurance that really nobody else does or very few people do? And again, there's plenty of failed musicians and some successful musicians still, you know, in the industry. So that's not necessarily new. And there's, there's plenty of, you know, video people that are in the industry, but there's not many, right? There's not tons. And, and that certainly helps you stand out. So what is the thing that, you know, maybe from a hobby and interest or previous, you know, uh, industry or career that you can kind of bring to it that, allows you to stand out how do you you know mix and match because that you know even creativity can be as simple as combining a couple of existing elements right um i don't know if you ever watched this this is completely random but i think flash of genius with uh greg kinnear it's about the dude that invented the um intermittent windshield wiper and uh ford i think stole it from him and basically their claim was that he just used components that already existed but he had arranged them in a way that nobody had thought to before uh, it's actually, I think it's a decent movie. I, I, I think I only watched it once or twice back in the day, but it might hold up today still. I mean, it's a period piece. So, it's, you know, back in the 50s. Or I mean, can you imagine driving a car without like, oh, with wipers that only went one speed? That's crazy. I mean, anyways. So, but yes, it's, 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 you know, what can you put, what components can you assemble that are unique to, you know, what you want to look for 
you know, in, in the way you want to attract business. Because now this is where this is where it gets challenging and this is where it also gets dicey because you sometimes talk yourself out of it. But when you do that, then you are able to, in this case, you know, much like the title of the, the full conversation is, again, create all of the attention. But sometimes that attention takes longer than we're necessarily ready for. You know, I, I haven't heard him say this as much as he used to. He used to say this all the time, but he'd always say, you know, I day trade attention. That's what I do for a living. With, without a shadow of a doubt, has mastered the ability to scale attention. I don't know anybody else that's done that, that has, yeah, because it is a long game. Yeah, it's definitely a, a marathon race, not a sprint. And uh, you know, there's no quick way to do it. And so I think most people are like, ah, yeah, this isn't worth my time. It's taking too long. Really two main things here. And they're, they're really just, you know, things that happen over and over again. Two things that are, are just, just without a shadow of a doubt. One, I don't think you can ever have... This sounds terrible, but we'll go with it. You can never have enough attention. Meaning, I, I can't remember who it was, but it's like, you know, there's only like one company in the world that has people lined up outside the door to like buy their product before it's even available, right? So unless you have people lined up ready to buy your product, you don't have enough attention. And and that's the, that's, that's the first thing. The second thing is that it is certainly going to take much, much longer than you want to believe or are willing to commit to. And that in and of itself is also really part of the the game as well. But back to back to that attention, right? Because we often disguise our reluctance for it. This is just my observation. This is my opinion. Is is our observation is that we 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 back off of it or, or just kind of dismiss needing to get it because it, it always needs to be specific, right? There, there's this, it needs to be focused enough in a way that justifies creating it. And if it's not, then somehow we've wasted our time and effort. And in reality, I think it's actually harder to, you know, get any of that attention, just loosely culminating around that idea, that topic, that business, that thing that you want to sell. And then, you know, slowly morph and shift and shape it to where you want it to go, what you want it to be. And the more malleable it is, right? The less you know specific in, in a case it is, then the more freedom you have to go in different directions. Of course, specificity is important, but this is again, multi-layered sort of situation things here. And I'm not saying this is, you know, right out of the box, this is something that happens right away. But if we're talking next level, again, we're using Gary Vee as the example, right? You know, this is a guy that is um, doing stuff that, you know, most people, um, don't even really validate as as being like viable, right? But I guess what I'm saying is is that ultimately at the end of the day, your ability to get people to pay attention, to listen to you, to communicate in a way that is interesting is a skill that needs to be developed and and, and, and that is something that you want to kind of continue to push forward as much as you can. And as I don't want to say as broadly, but pushing the limits of, of what's possible. Um, as far as just kind of that mass scale attention around that niche, that industry that you want to be in. But then too, you know, back to the length, right? Because this is something that, you know, because we're in a, I mean, it's still pretty, you know, still a pretty young sort of time period of, of, of all of this content, if you will. But it is starting to mature a little bit to where we've seen 
people that are that have made it all the way over to the top, right? And we forget to look back at how long ago it was that they started and the things that they have done since and just the amount of execution that really has fit in between those time periods. And we often neglect or maybe just ignore um, you know, what it took to get there. And, and, you know, again, we put out five or six things and it's like, Oh, this is great. I'm done. Whatever. You know? And that's the, I think that's, you know, what Alex was mentioning is that it is a long game, but there, this isn't an excuse to just say, keep pounding away, doing the same thing that isn't working because it's going to take a long time. It's, you know, being smart about it, paying attention to what works along the way, what doesn't and continuing to, you know, double down on the stuff that does work and kind of move away from the things that don't. So that's kind of it, right? It's, it's all about just really saying to yourself, you can, there's really nobody stopping you. Why not? And, you know, it's, it's going to be a lot more fun if you position yourself around the things that you are better at than anybody else and are more passionate about than anybody else. And then you allow yourself to, to do it on a level that really doesn't seem possible. I have to believe that you've also had many moments of Armageddon at your house to where it doesn't seem possible that so many things are happening in a catastrophic manner. And what, 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 what event did you trigger to really inspire all of this? Really? I mean, within minutes, this is crazy. I've never had this happen, but within minutes, I had two sinks in my house just go down for the count, just just out. One just said, nope, I'm not going to put any more water down it. And two, I had another one says, no, I'm not going to shut any water off. And let's see how you guys handle this. And um, and then the kids like just start like going crazy all of a sudden for no reason because, you know, things aren't working right. And maybe you just had your refrigerator fixed for the second time in three months. Yeah, I don't know, crazy stuff, right? Like, it's just, it seems like, seems like it's that time. And I'd like to know if, if you've had similar mini moments of Armageddon in your house and what they look like and how severe. I'd like to just compare notes to see. And if there's any sort of preventative measures that can be taken, any sort of predictive warnings or signs. Just curious, JoeHateAgencyNation.com would love to hear what you have um, experienced in your own household. If you want to avoid your own mini moment of Armageddon in your agency, yeah, I think, head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter. Stay up to date with everything that is happening, all the stuff that's going on. Again, Elevate 2020 is, um, I mean, it's not rapidly approaching, but it's certainly it's certainly chugging along. So head on over to agencynation.com slash newsletter to stay up to date with everything. And I'm going to stop talking now agencynation.com slash newsletter.